The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob and Chez Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends than by picking up Bubble Genius' own tiny orange hand soap set Give yourself a hand or take two They're small, tiny in fact Teeny tiny. They're orange, of course, and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the GOP's clown dictator. Am I right, folks? Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code Bob and Chez at checkout, you'll get an additional 15% off only at BubbleGenius.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Recorded live in the USA and covering the whole wide world, this is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Right on! With Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza. Surprise, surprise! Listen, Missy. Do you fancy another go? Because once you've had fat, you never go back. <laughs> you shut your mouth, you bastard! Who is fat? Uh, that's right, yeah. Before you kill us, let me ask you one question. Are you happy? What kind of stupid-ass question is that? I'm rich and I'm dead sexy! Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you didn't answer my question. Are you happy? Of course I'm no happy. Look at me, I'm a big fat slob. I've got bigger titties than you do. I've got more chins than a Chinese phone book. I've not seen my willy in two years, which is long enough to declare legally dead. I can't stop eating. Oh, God. Sorry, I farted. The best music on the best station. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I feel like a supermodel, except like times 10. <laughs> it is Tuesday, September 13, 2016, and this is the Bob and Chez Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob, that is Chez. Hey there. Hi. Brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. We're also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Head over to BowenLawGroup.com slash Bob and Chez. For free legal advice, or you can just click uh, Charles Bowen's photograph at bobseska.com. He's talking into an old-timey phone, and it takes you right to the bowenlawgroup.com. Okay, go do that. Got a gigantic show today. Um, obviously, uh, some things to discuss today, as there has been for many shows in a row so far, and it only gets crazier. The last... Um, Three, four days of this campaign have gotten me to the point where I, I'm just, I'm perpetually just on edge going, oh my God, what's going on? What's going to happen next? You're Paul Lind. I suddenly became Paul Lind. I don't know why. What's going on here with this smorgasbord of crap? Oh my God. But it is kind of a smorgasbord of crap. Um, I like that you not only reference Paul Lind, you reference Templeton the Rat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, Paul Lind, Paul Lind, I know Paul Lind from two things. From uh, Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares and, and from Charlotte's Web. 
All right. Um, Charlotte's Web made me cry, though. It, it makes everybody cry. Makes me weep like a baby. That was like the perfect woman for the longest time for me. Charlotte, Charlotte A. Cavatica. <laughs> the little spider. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, before we dive into official business, we, we do have a clarification. Remember when uh, Trump said this? I have a very substantial chance of winning. Make America great again. We're going to make America great again. I have a substantial chance of winning. That bit of nonsense from the NBC Commander-in-Chief Forum? Mm-hmm. We know we now know what literary trope that is. That is a chiasmus. <laughs> okay. So our our wonderful listeners have uh, flooded me with emails saying that is Trump used a uh, used something uh, that's known as a chiastic structure or a chiasmus. That is, I, I assume it's chi- it might be chiasmus, but I'm saying it chiasmus. Um, it, it's basically the ABBA thing. What I'm talking about. The elements of simple chiasmus are often labeled in the form of ABBA, which is, I kind of got that right. I kind of got that right when we talked about it on Thursday. But I just wanted to clarify that little bit of, uh, we see the, the finest of poetry news here on the Bob and Chez show. All Except right. it's just, it's not. <laughs> you know, I'd love to think real. that. I yeah. really would. I would so love to think that, like, he was smart enough to do that. But I Jesus, what a, what a, just what a painful dunce he is. No, he didn't know. He had no idea. Um, okay, so the uh, what we now know, what is now official, it is Tuesday, September 13th, uh, we know that Chris Saliza, Mark Halperin, Alex Jones, and Andrea Mitchell are all competing as to who has the gi- most gigantic boner right now. Yeah. And this is, this is pig and shit time for uh, the political press. For Hillary Clinton to start the weekend by saying something controversial and then by the end of the day, Sunday, by doing something controversial, it is like Boner City. It's like everyone on cable news just is turgid at this point. I've never seen anything like this before. I've never I've never been this uh, – you know, I worked in the media for a long time. I still do. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen anything that, that it makes me this angry or this depressed. Yeah. It's just – there, there is only one story this year, this campaign season. There mm-hmm. is only one. One, story. one story. Hillary Clinton saying basket of deplorables or Hillary Clinton getting pneumonia, which is understandable yeah. when you consider what she goes through on a day-to-day basis. Of course. Uh, all of that is not the story. There is only one story, and if the political press is not reporting on it and hammering it every single minute of every single day mm-hmm. and is instead just normalizing it, they are, they are falling down on the – they should quit and go do something else. Go sell Tupperware for a living. That's right. And it is not only a simultaneous Hillary is falling apart story, but it's also kind of a Trump redemption story. It's, it's that – it's that turning point in the narrative, in the political press's narrative that we've been looking for since, uh, well, since the beginning of August, at least, if not going back further than that. This is everything that cable news has wanted. This is everything that, in some certain uh, segments of the, the print press, what they've wanted to. They've wanted to be able to report on uh, some sort of consequence of Hillary Clinton's lack of transparency with the press. And they've wanted to report on something like what they're pegging because everything with the political press as you know Chez, 
everything old is new again. They love the oldies but goodies. They wanted this this year's this election cycle's forty seven percent remark. They wanted this year's uh, God's guns and gays remark, like uh, Barack Obama said in, in two thousand eight. They were they were looking for that quote, and you know what? F- us for the fact that they did not get that quote from the millions, the myriad things that Donald Trump has said on practically an hourly basis throughout the last 15 months. But this is the one. This is the thing that they're going to focus on. Basket of deplorables. Yeah, that's a Basket of deplorables. In reality... The, the the nature of the political press or the mainstream political press prevents them from admitting the truth, which is that Clinton's right. Mm-hmm. She's 100% right. Yeah, she's, she's exactly true. Basket of deplorables, not only, um, as I've been saying, sort of a David Milchian <laughs> clever turn of phrase, but also uh, having the added benefit of being completely accurate. I mean, how can you deny that it is not I mean, how can you deny that it's a basket of deplorables? It's absolutely a basket of These people are the, the worst of the worst. All I keep going back to, as soon as I heard that quote, as soon as I heard Hillary Clinton use the phrase basket of deplorables, the first thing I thought of was that guy, that Trump bro on that street corner without a shirt on, screaming at people. You know, yeah. that, that roid rage guy. Yeah. I mean, it's that guy. It's all the guys. Just yesterday, someone was beaten up at a Trump rally. A protester was beaten up. Again, and yeah. they're like, oh, and they're they're and no, running and nobody and nobody's going to cover it because it's old news because they've been they have been basically uh, anesthetized to it. In case you missed it, here's what uh, here's exactly what Hillary Clinton said on Friday. You can put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. <laughs> right. Right. The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. Mm-hmm. But that other basket of people are people who feel the government has let them down. The economy has let them down. Nobody cares about them. Yeah. So that's basically the bottom line. The bottom line here is that that shouldn't that should not have any impact whatsoever, because the people that Clinton is talking about, I love all these concerned trolling about how oh you know what she's going to she you don't insult the voters oh now she's going to lose the voters bullshit no way she's the, the people she's talking about were never going to vote for her anyway no matter what and they nope. were never going to be peeled away from trump not by logic reason good arguments any idiotic thing that he does they're trump lifers and she is absolutely right that changes absolute that changes zero on the political calculus of this race and uh you know of course everyone's running around like uh, they're so butthurt over this all of the trump supporters is like what why why did you make fun of why did you call us deplorables it's so sad that you're saying these terrible things about <laughs> yeah why? Have, why? Like, you, like you said we have to go to our safe space yeah Exactly. Go to the safe space. They uh, they need a trigger. Hillary needed to do a trigger warning before she said basket of deplorables. By the way, trigger warning. And you know what the best Half part of about Trump's is? people are basket of deplorables. Hearing that, hearing the way she delivered that comment, mm. that to me was I I loved it because that to me was that didn't feel like it was being read off a prompter. That looked, that was amazingly human. It was Badass. just like, look, yeah. here's how it is. Yep. And that's actually something I've wanted from her for a while. You know, she's very she's very she is stiff. 
when she gets up there and uh, and then she talks like this and yeah. you know when she just like she just that just came out of her mouth it's like yeah you know what you're fine you're fucking right sweetheart exactly. you really are <laughs> yes i love and and she's kind of shifted in her tone of voice um and that of course was at a, a fundraiser so she's not going to be doing the oratory she's not gonna be trying the oratory tone of voice but i i do like the more conversational delivery that she offers up and and she's been doing that more and more often and uh, who knows? Maybe part of it. I mean, she actually said that while she was suffering from the effects of pneumonia. In fact, she. Right. You know what? And we're going to talk about the passing out thing in in a little bit here. But um, she also powered through that entire NBC News uh, Commander in Chief form while also suffering from pneumonia. And you would think that all things being equal, the fact that she was able to do that after how many two years of campaigning now. Like on a day-to-day grind that yeah. normal human beings could never effing endure. She went through all of that with pneumonia. That w- that's a huge positive. That just yeah. shows no, me I, that she's got iron ironclad uh, will and yeah. determination. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, anybody at this point who is, I, I, I granted, I would vote for a, you know, a flaming bag of dog over donald trump <laughs> right i would vote for anything to keep donald trump out of office yep absolutely um, but that is not my my attitude in this race my attitude in this race is that in spite of everything you're being told by certainly by the press and i hate taking on the press because again i was a member of it for a long time and i and i don't like that argument i don't like saying you know do your job press because i feel like that's that's a st- kind of a standard cop out. but in this i know but in this case i'm really like you know in spite of everything you've been told Clinton is a freaking great candidate. Yeah. She really is. She is a spectacular candidate. She's one of the best candidates you're going to see in your lifetime in terms of what she knows, in terms of her abilities, her, her, her competence, you know, her sheer hyper competence for this job. And she is up against a, an, a, existential threat, a moron, a reality TV, narcissistic piece of and and the press doesn't see that distinction. Right. And I'm the not press saying, I'm is not playing saying... it like yeah. The press is playing it. Um, who was it the uh, the new uh, New York Times um, opinion uh, editor uh, wrote today? Said so. I think it was today. Wrote something about uh, about how she talked about the sort of the the demon of false equivalency, and she kind of defended the false equivalency thing. And she kept saying the reason what she said is the reason that we're covering them the same is that people trust. People don't trust them equally. It's like, well, guess what? You know why they don't fucking trust her, you morons? Because you are saying crap about her, and exactly. you are creating these controversies that simply are not there. Yeah. While you downplay Trumps, they're they're patronizing to and they're pandering to a uh, a preconceived notion of Hillary Clinton's trustworthiness that in this case doesn't necessarily bear out. I mean, and. And there is, I know exactly what you're talking about, because I wrote a Salon piece, it's out today uh, on the main page of Salon, uh, about the press. And I'm writing it and I'm going, you know, this is, I, I hate to be going after the refs. I don't like to do that because I witnessed how Trump and his people did it throughout August, and if not even prior to that. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to necessarily go there. But I'm looking at this empirically and I'm going, this is a double standard. They are mainstream. They're not only mainstreaming Trump's nonsense and making it seem like it's normal, but they're amplifying Hillary's negatives so that they match the long menu, the millions of things on Trump's list of negatives. And to me, that's not accuracy. That's not journalistic integrity. 
That's not the truth. That's not the way reality is playing out on the ground in this election. And so it's a complete abortion of, of journalism, as far as I'm concerned, to, to draw similarities between these two things. But I, I don't want to get necessarily ahead of ourselves, because I also do want to cover the, uh, the pneumonia and the dehydration, and we're going to get to that in a second. But before we move on from basket of deplorables, I, I just want to emphasize... Again, and and I don't know if any press is talking about this. I mean, and when I'm talking about press, I'm talking about the political press. There's obviously, there are are thousands of responsible reporters out there doing great work. And uh, I don't mean to indict everybody across the board. But when I say press, I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. And if you're doing great work and you're calling it fairly, guess what? There's a pretty good chance that the right is not listening to you. And they've already dismissed you as, you know, uh, whatever. You're in the tank. That's right. That's right. There's one guy uh, from the Washington Post, in fact, who's been just dogging the trump campaign about uh trump's complete lack of uh of of donations to uh charities and he's actually called like every existing charity that there is in the united states and every single one minus i think one uh denied ever receiving money from donald trump and and the theory is is that if trump does eventually release his tax returns that it's not going to show any charitable giving despite the fact that he's worth billions of dollars at least according to him so uh but this is suffice to say there is a lot of good reporting going on but what they're not telling us is what they need to tell us what they need to explain to people who are just now joining the campaign which is that for 15 months now all we've heard from Donald Trump is how he's he and his movement of alt-right keep saying this is a movement. This is a movement. It's it's a tremendous movement. Believe me. And and one of the main tenets, one of the main prongs in this movement is attacking political correctness. We Ooh. hate political correctness. The Democrats and Barack Obama and Black Lives Matter and all these people are all about political correctness. Where we're standing, we're a bulwark against political correctness. We're the Trump campaign, and we're going to get rid of all that political correctness. But here they are. Once again, basket of deplorables. Everyone shed a small tear for Trump. Trump and his people are so offended and so hurt. They're like Saul Rosenberg. I I fell down the stairs and my shoes fell off. I was hurt by their words. I fell down the stairs and my shoes fell off. And I feel very hurt about this. So, (laughs) Trump demanded either an apology from Hillary Clinton because, you know, because (laughs) he hates political correctness, mind you. Demanded an apology or demanded Hillary Clinton drop out of the race because of basket of deplorables. He said, you cannot run for president if you have such contempt. Oh, my God. If you have such contempt in your heart for the American voter as she does, you can't lead this nation if you have such a low opinion uh, for its citizens. You know what? I, I actually believe that there's better. I'm just I'm calling an audible here. I'm going to move to this music. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sad Dixie. You can't lead this nation if you have such a low opinion for its citizens. If Hillary Clinton will not retract her comments in full, I don't see how she can credibly campaign any further. He continued on by saying, We have the support of cops, soldiers, carpenters, welders, the young and the old, and millions of working class families who just want a better future and a good job. See all the decent people who just love Donald Trump. Can't you see that, American people? White power. These were the people Hillary Clinton so viciously demonized. These were among the countless Americans Hillary Clinton called deplorable, 
irredeemable and un-American. they are. I fell down the stairs and my shoes fell off and I feel very hurt about this. God, these whiny diaper babies. So, so sad. The, the, I mean, again, the people who have been lashing out about political correctness for two years or 15 months now are just so upset that, that Hillary Clinton called them a mean word that they can't spell. <laughs> Deplorables. Yeah, exactly. I assure you at least half of that basket of deplorables has never heard of the word deplorable before. God, I mean, it just it continued on and on. She called these patriotic men and women every vile name in the book. She called she called them racist, sexist, xenophobic, Islamophobic. Trump said yeah. Clinton divides people into baskets as though they were objects, not human beings. Oh my God, yeah, the, the, the king, the king of uh, of losers and haters. I mean, it's astonishing. Never. All right, we're going to continue on with uh, more show right after these words. Okay, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only one dollar a month, you can help finance the Bob and Chez Show at Patreon.com/slash Bob and Chez. That's twelve cents per show. Go now to Patreon.com slash Bob and Chess. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Bob and Chess. And sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only shows like our post-mortem wrap-up show, the Not Safe for Work after-party show, and commercial-free, unbleeped versions of the free Tuesday and Thursday shows. Most of all, you'll be supporting a totally independent podcast not affiliated with corporate media. And if we reach our $7,500 per month goal, we'll bring you new shows five days a week, Mondays through Fridays. That's patreon.com slash Bob and Chez or click the Patreon link at bobseska.com. Let's do this thing. The Bob and Chez Show presented by bubblegenius.com. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the show, Hillary supporters. Yeah, this was a uh, this is Trump on how much he hates political correctness. Just got a bunch of quotes here. It really bothers me when I see them and I see Jeb and maybe that's what you want and maybe that's the kind of people that are going to get elected to be honest. Maybe they don't want a straight talker. Maybe they don't. Trump said as voices in the audience signaled disapproval. But I am so tired of this political correct politically correct crap. He declared he said, uh, he also said, I think the big problem this country has is being politically correct. I've been challenged by so many people, and I don't, frankly, have time for political correctness. And to be honest with you, this country doesn't have time either. But, of course, Hillary Clinton is held to a different standard. She, so sad. She's not allowed to be. And it's not even really politically incorrect. It's just a, a fact. It's a yeah. fact these, that these Trump's people, people are these deplorable. People want to be racist. That's right. And they want to be, you know, they want to return to a time where it was okay to be openly, openly, openly racist. That's right. Um, in a way that, in a way that, honestly, this country hasn't been in in quite a while. Um, and then that's and that's the sad thing because I hate political correctness. I can't stay. I rail about yeah, it too. all the yeah. fucking time. Right. But it's been. It needs to be fought back against by guys like Patton Oswalt and Louis C.K. Yes. You know, people who 
who challenge it intelligently and say that you can still be a decent human being and want to be able to say things that now, certainly now, there is no doubt about it, have been deemed uh, off limits or scary or, you know, it, it, it turns people in need of a triggering, in need of a safe space, that kind of crap. Yeah, well, the difference is, is that being politically incorrect in the service of fighting against something that is evil is inherently a positive thing. If you right. want to be politically incorrect just because you want to blurt out yeah, every other that's word, it, that's it exactly. then that's that exactly is not why. okay. Right, that yeah. is not. No. They want to be they want to be able to be openly racist exactly. and openly sexist and openly just, you know, horrific fucking people. I mean, uh I wrote in the Daily Banter uh yesterday. I said uh that this I mean, this is precisely the kind of crap that Trump should be endorsing as uh, in his crusade against political correctness. But his new rules and, and abandonment of decorum only apply to him and his people. Uh, the goal is to provide legitimization and cover to those who think it's okay to relegate minorities to the status of second-class citizens while simultaneously consenting to the use of racial epithets. The goal is to make it okay to unironically and spontaneously blurt horrendous things with impunity. It's all part of the Trump plan to win by way of appealing to the basest human instincts of half the voting population. And that is exactly... The, I mean, the Trump campaign strategy is to do that, to win people by appealing to their knee-jerk, angry, uh, worst instincts. Right. The, the, things that, the things that come easy for them and their hatred against people right. who are different. Yeah, and it's it's fun to watch because we've seen we've seen genuine examples of it. Like there are sound bites that exist. You can you can Google and find them. <laughs> yeah, where people where you know there's there's some uh, you know some poor. Uh, you know, some poor fucking Muslim guy or something, and Trump people are yelling at him, political correctness, I right. can say, do what I want to you. Like, no. That's right. No. Being against political correctness does not give you a right to be an asshole. Yeah, and as soon as Hillary Clinton says something that's demeaning about them, they just, they got to retreat to their safe spaces with their Play-Doh and their bubbles and their puppies and their jazz fusion music yeah. in order to be shielded from that such vile name calling from Hillary Clinton. Oh, they can't handle it. They just can't handle it. They go bananas. I mean, we, we have an election. We have an election that has been meddled with by a foreign power. Yeah. yeah. There is a candidate running for president who a dictator... Uh, the, the the basically the 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 uh, the dictator of the lone closest to us superpower on earth. Mm -hmm. That's right. And 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 people don't care. People don't give a. Shit. I'm like that. When those when you know the I was going to say when that revelation happened, but really that's been occurring throughout the campaign. Uh, nobody cares. Yeah. I, I really thought I'm like that of all things. That's more than a gaffe. That's more than a. I'm just going to say blurt out whatever stupid crap I want to say. Mm -hmm. That is. The, again, an existential threat to democracy. Yeah. And nobody cares. It just came and went. Exactly. I mean, he once said, I mean, remember this. There's so many things. He once said that the Second Amendment people should take, a, take, take care of Hillary Clinton. He, I mean, the, these are things that, that stack up and happen one after the other that just get lost in the white noise of, of political shouting and... The press just moves on, and then they they're just waiting for the one big piece that one big piece of meat from the Democratic side that they can latch onto, and and here it is. This is the case. Meanwhile, uh, Mike Pence, of course, was completely outraged by uh, what Hillary Clinton said, <laughs> and he was on with uh, on CNN with Wolf Blitzer and had this to say. Mm. This is yeah, Mike Pence. Mm. 
sounding like a phone on vibrate. Now, this is actually, here's what Mike Pence actually said on CNN. Well, as I've told you the last time I was on, I'm not really sure why the media keeps dropping David Duke's name. Uh, Donald Trump has denounced David Duke repeatedly. We don't want his support, and we don't want the support of people who think so like So you call him. him a deplorable? You would call him a deplorable? Uh, no, I don't, I'm not in the name-calling business, Wolf. You know me better than that. What Hillary Clinton did Friday night was shocking. I shocking. Mean, the, the millions of people who support Donald Trump around this country are not a basket of anything. They are Americans, and they deserve yep. the respect of the Democrat nominee for president of the United States, for her to rattle off this litany of pejoratives. It's just really shocking. And anyone with that low an opinion of the American people should never hold the highest office in this country. Well, now, cut right from that, these are humans, cut right from that to that New York Times uh, sound collage mm-hmm. that, they, that they released yep. uh, a month or so ago. It's just nothing but Trump supporters screaming obscenities and ra- racist, xenophobic, misogynistic, hateful Yeah, I mean, I can't believe, <laughs> well, actually, I, I kind of can believe how thin-skinned they are. They just can't deal with it. I mean, it's just, it's a phrase, it's basket of deplorables. Oh, and I guess she also said they were racists and xenophobes and Islamophobes and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, if the shoe fits, why not, if you're going to be politically incorrect, embrace your political incorrectness? Why run away from it? Why not just say, yeah, you know what? Hillary Clinton's kind of right. I don't, I don't like Muslim people coming into the country. I don't like uh, Mexican people coming into the country. I don't like women having equal rights. I don't like black people having equal rights. We are all about, I mean, the alt-right is all about white nationalism. Why, why can't they just effing own it like human beings? I was about to say like men, but there's, it's, uh, sadly, it's men and women who are all supporting Donald Trump in this endeavor. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, thought, I've thought so much about that recently. And this is why, you know, I, I sound depressed. I kind of am. Yeah. I've, I've thought so much recently about what a victory for Donald Trump would mean. It yeah. would basically mean... It you know it would be like uh, like uh, Bane opening the uh, you know blowing open the doors of Blackgate Prison yeah <laughs> you know and outcome uh, you know outcome all the the worst of the worst who suddenly have a huge foothold in American culture Alex oh, yeah. Jones yeah. Milo yep. you know all basically every every uh, you know idiot on Reddit or 8chan or whatever the hell yeah. you know all of these people suddenly have their their big guy is the president of the United States That's right and we'll never hear the end of it that's that's one of the many many repercussions of what would happen if Donald Trump was elected I mean all of these people would suddenly come out of the woodwork like uh, like cockroaches and they would be vindicated, and they would feel like uh, like they're enfranchised in the process, rather than being part of the fringe. I can't stress this enough. This is not conservatism. No. This is not. I, as God is my witness, I don't care about that anymore. I'm so far past that. Yeah. You know, you give me John Kasich, and you tell me that uh, you know, uh, 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 you know that he'll he'll be president. You know what? I can tolerate that. Yeah. Is it great? No, it's not. I disagree with with so much of what he believes. But he's a normal human being. Yeah. This is not that. This is this is the 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 deepest recesses of the bottomless pit that is the internet, and all of it suddenly has a like you said has a a. Uh, it's been given. It's been enfranchised. It's yeah, been exactly. Given this this larger than life uh, role in modern culture. Yep. I mean, Jesus, the worst f-ing people. Yeah, I mean, they're so bad 
that again, the prospect of, you know, presidential nominee uh, from the Republican Party, Ted Cruz, suddenly feels like it's not as awful as it would have been had there not been the contrast of Donald Trump being in the no, race. It, do- it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. Yeah. That's how desperate I am. I mean, at times during this campaign, and you can go back and listen to the tapes, we have on this show said, you know what, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz was right about Trump. Ted Cruz. I mean, to actually get to the point where we're saying Ted Cruz said something that was noteworthy in a positive yeah. way. Yeah, and you know what? I, 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 never thought I'd say, I never thought I'd say this, but I do. The only thing I'll ever give that that piece of crap credit for, yeah. you know, damn it. He, he really did get up there at the RNC and basically flip off Donald Trump. I know. I love, awesome. I love that. Vote your conscience, he said. Yeah. You know, I had this fantasy that Hillary Clinton were to buy like a half an hour of prime time and just have on every celebrity and politician who hates Donald Trump coming on to just say a few words, almost like a political we are the world or like we call it just we hate Trump. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know what I thought about calling it the world against Trump. Mm. And it would be this that. And and of course, you can put the acronym together yourself. (laughs) The world against Trump. And then just have it like, and everyone at the end joins hands and, and sings a song about how terrible Donald Trump is. Just call it something and just get everyone together. Something, and and certainly Hillary Clinton has the money to be able to do this, to be able to put together a special like that. I would just love to see that. Because at this point, you got to go to the nuclear option. I mean, the fact that, and I know the electoral map looks different, but the national polls, it's one or two points. One or two points. It should never be like this. By default, Hillary Clinton should be 10 points ahead. Yeah. Without anything happening, without Trump saying crazy things, without uh, this whole business from this past weekend, Hillary Clinton should easily be, just on qualifications alone, yeah. there's just no way this guy should be doing as well. And I just, I feel like as much as he complains about the system being rigged in, against him, The system is absolutely rigged for every effing Republican who's running for office. The system is just naturally built to elevate them and and specifically someone like Donald Trump, who's completely incompetent, an absolute nothing when it comes to politics. And you are right. Incompetent beyond words. Yeah. A total, total no nothing. And And he he doesn't care. Right. And he can still be within two points of someone who is eminently qualified, who's been secretary of state, who's been first lady, who's been a two term U.S. senator. I mean, just everything. Yeah, and you know what? Let's let's interrupt for just a second yeah. and say something else. F- you bring back Bernie. <laughs> right. Anybody right. saying that, please just buy, please just yeah. go, throw yourself off a tall building. Well, yeah, because and that's, that's the whole reason that Clinton is going through the crap that she's going through right now is not because she's a lousy candidate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because people don't trust her. People don't trust her because the media has just beaten the crap out of her. For 30 years. And they have advanced these ridiculous non-scandals yep. because they have to. Because that is, you know, that's their 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 job is to, uh, is to make everything equal. Right. And it just isn't. Yeah. It uh- just objectively it's not and i'm looking at you andrea mitchell and i'm looking at you chris saliza and mark halperin i mean the three of you i mean alex jones aside those three people ought to effing know better because they got brains in their heads at least but they're just completely off on this we've got to indict clinton we've got to nail clinton on this 
All right, we're going to take a break, and in the second half of today's show, we're going to be talking about pneumonia. That'll be right after this. Okay, you want to know the best way to support the show? The best way to support the Bob and Chez show is to go shopping at Amazon.com using our Amazon link. Here's how you do it. Go to BobSeska.com and click the Amazon link in all caps just beneath the logo on the main page. The link takes you to the main page of Amazon.com as usual. You go shopping. We get a small commission from everything you buy. It costs you nothing extra, and it helps support the show. And if you run a small business and source your materials from Amazon, make sure to use the link for all your purchases. And don't forget to bookmark it. Thanks so much for supporting the show and our Amazon link. Shove Bob and Chez into your pants and haul them around with you wherever you go. Subscribe to the Bob and Chez Show in the podcast section on iTunes. Oh, the second half of today's show is brought to you by... Amazon Prime. Click the Amazon banner on the podcast page and sign up for a 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime. Get free two-day shipping, enjoy popular movies and TV episodes, plus unlimited music streaming, free unlimited photo storage, and 30-minute early access to select Amazon Lightning deals. Go do it. Thank you for supporting your show uh, through the uh, Amazon link. Okay, moving along here to uh, the next big story, which was, of course, Sunday night. And and again, we can say a lot of the same things about this as we said about the basket of deplorables business. But this is um, there's a different dimension to this, which, first of all, I just want to get this out of the way by saying that they've been playing that video like the goddamn Zapruder footage. It is like when Buckwheat got shot on SNL. <laughs> Let, let's go to the videotape. Let's go to the video. Time goes on and Texan is there. Yes, just was it because you may die tomorrow, just like John David Stutz. <laughs> I actually remember the name. That's scary. My favorite line from that is uh, is uh, what was what was John David Stutz like? Oh, nice guy, very nice. Kept himself quiet. Do you think he killed Buckwheat? Oh, definitely. It's all we ever talked about. <laughs> and then, then someone else shoots John David Stutz, and he goes, "Exactly, Ouch, I'm shot." I'm shot. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so um, watching that videotape was scary uh, I, you know I, 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 wanted to, I want to be completely honest with everybody when I say that when I saw that videotape the blood rushed out of my head I just like oh oh my god yeah I, oh, I, no. I, I was just uh, I basically shut you know I dropped out yeah I, I, mean, I paid no attention to anything after that I'm like this. I, I can't I can't do this to myself this early yeah I mean just looking at the videotape of Hillary Clinton being uh, held up at her uh, at her motorcade there and nearly falling over uh, as she was getting into the to the uh, car was not nice to look at it was uh, I, I just saw I mean I when I first saw it he was just like oh god <laughs> Oh God! This is horrible. This is not good. This is not good. This is not good. This is not good. Yeah, definitely. But but then, of course, the realization sets in that you know, look, people get sick. I mean, and we you could do the whole list, and and you look at social media, and people are doing the list on social media about all the times that political leaders have gotten sick on some occasion or not. I mean, I remember in 1992, Bill Clinton, by this time in the campaign, could barely effing speak because of allergies and because of the rigors of the campaign. I mean, this is something that goes on all the time. Barack Obama was the same way. There were many times where Barack Obama looked sick and, and unable to continue on. His voice was cracking and so forth. This is stuff that happens 
But this time there was videotape of her nearly collapsing. And I just all I kept thinking was Alex Jones and I kept thinking of Donald Trump and the conspiracy theorists. And then I kept thinking about how, of course, the press was going to be handling all of this. And the political press went absolutely bananas. I mean, someone did a supercut of Wolf Blitzer playing that fucking video on loop. I think it was like 100 times in 10 minutes. It was just, it was unbelievable the frenzy that went on. There were they actually broke into normal programming to do special reports about this. Again, Donald Trump Jesus asked for Second Amendment gun owners to shoot Hillary Clinton. That doesn't get a special report. Donald Trump wondered whether or not why why can't America use nuclear? We have them. Why can't we use them? That didn't yeah. get a special report. I mean, all the things that Donald Trump has said and done throughout the course of this campaign never got in a special report. Um, but this this got they broke into normal programming with this. I mean, it was like, you know, the, the Kennedy assassination or something like that. Or when Reagan was or when Buckwheat was assassinated. When Buckwheat, yeah. They broke into pro- normal programming and it was just it was awful. Um, and, and the thing that that bothered me, I think, most about it is that, um, that again, it gave Alex Jones and all those people a sense of, of vindication. Of course, Alex Jones was crowing all about it on, uh, on his show. Here's a little bit of Alex Jones feeling vindicated over Hillary Clinton having pneumonia. This is legendary because the mainstream media completely hitched their wagon to this lie. The mainstream media did everything they could to prop this up, and now it is going to discredit them even more. It is unbelievable. They can't stand the fact that DrudgeReport.com and InfoWars.com lead the narrative and that Trump, who's a smart guy and has top generals advising him, tunes into what we're saying and concurs with the analysis. They can't stand that. Because you're an idiot. Right. I forgot to mention uh, Matt Drudge. But but you know what? The the great thing about that is that should be played far and wide. Yeah. for, For the opposite reasons from what Alex Jones thinks. Right. That should be, you know, he listens to us and he concurs. And then somebody should just do a supercut of everything, concurs with the analysis, and then do a supercut of every horrific, ridiculously stupid thing Alex Jones has said. Yeah. And and by the way, people Which, by the way, would be an hour-long supercut. <laughs> I know. And by the way, people don't run out and deliberately get pneumonia. This is not something that Hillary Clinton did on purpose. She just got pneumonia. I mean, how many uh, dozens and dozens of people do politicians, presidential level politicians, shake hands with on a daily basis? I mean, the amount of germs and disgusting goop that she comes into contact with on a daily basis just from shaking hands. It's astonishing they're not all like got one foot in the grave from from being sick on one level or another. Just from all the people they end up coming into contact with. And she just, she got pneumonia. And I think, again, going back to what I was saying earlier in the show, this should be, by rights, something that is praiseworthy. The fact that she had pneumonia and spent the last week doing campaign events, including really sort of the first debate with Donald Trump on NBC last week. That I mean, when she did the commander-in-chief forum, she uh, most likely had pneumonia and was on antibiotics at that point. And yet she did just effing great. 
and, uh, and but this is not. This is it's all about disclosure. Like why Hillary Clinton waited forty eight hours before she disclosed her pneumonia? Why'd she do that? Well, you know what? It's been fifteen months. Donald Trump's been running for president. He has yet to disclose his tax returns or his actual health records. I mean, the for God's sake, the guy produced a note that we know now. Trump basically dictated to him. I'm talking about Donald Trump's uh, wacky doctor character from The Simpsons, who is evidently his physician. You know, this is the kind of doctors that billionaires go to, right? Um, This guy releases a letter, and this is supposed to suffice for Donald Trump's uh, uh, medical records. Fifteen months and no disclosure of anything. Donald Trump has kicked BuzzFeed. The Washington Post and several other uh, uh, major, major news, the Huffington Post as well, uh, out of his out of his press. They can no longer they're blacklisted by the Trump campaign. They can no longer fall. Trump does not have a press pool. Not many people know this. He does not have a formal press pool. There are press uh, members of the press who have been tasked and assigned by their newspapers or their their, uh, television networks to follow Donald Trump's campaign. But he doesn't. He's not carrying around the press in his in his plane, yeah. with him wherever he goes. Hillary Clinton, on the other hand, is being held to the standard where she she must do this, even though she is, even though she does have a press pool, even though she does travel uh, with the press on her plane. You know, it's 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 a complete double standard that is not. Again, this is this is an abortion. This is journalistic abortion. The fact that these two people are being held to the same standard and all of the horrendous Trump things are being diminished and all of the few Hillary things are being amplified so that they are at the same level. You know, and then, of course, there is the wide variety of conspiracy theories now that are oh, cropping yeah. up around Hillary's a body double. Hillary's got a body double. There's another one from a, a Trump co-chair. My favorite conspiracy theory. We're going to talk about that after uh, this last break. Back with more show after this. Hey. Hey. What's the matter? You look anxious and depressed. I am anxious and depressed. I've had a terrible week. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong. (sighs) I know just what you need. I was feeling the same way myself last week. I have just the thing. Peace, love, and happiness. Wow, pretty. A peace sign, a heart, and a smiley face soap. Grapefruit, cucumber, and rose. They work wonders. Ah, just looking at them makes me feel better. Thanks, Bubble Genius. Make yourself happy with peace, love, and happiness. BubbleGenius.com Stairs and my shoes fell off, and I feel very hurt about this. This is the Bob and Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, welcome back to today's show. It's our Tuesday show, and Donald Trump is still a big fat bastard, and that's a fact. Donald Trump is 70 years old and obese, morbidly obese, in some uh, by some definitions. And yet, uh, Hillary Clinton gets pneumonia, and she is uh, yeah. disqualified. Clinton, Clinton gets pneumonia, but nobody is willing to talk about the, the brain-damaged candidate. That's right. 
God. I mean, the psychological issues alone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the why- psychological issues of Donald Trump. Like, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why they're doing this. What is so hard about literally calling it the way it is? It's that simple. Yep. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is report the facts and continue reporting the facts as they come out and as they uh, and in order of importance. Yeah. I mean, remember, like, for example, Jimmy Carter collapsed from heat exhaustion. I want to say he was mowing his lawn in Georgia or something like that and had like a heat stroke. I mean, this this happened. George W. Bush. <laughs> choked on a fucking pretzel and passed out he passed out he was choking so badly on a goddamn pretzel why because he didn't do what his mom told him which is to chew your goddamn food before you swallow it choked on a fucking pretzel and of course this is a major major scandal now hillary clinton gets a illness like pneumonia oh my god <laughs> meanwhile hillary clinton's national lead over donald trump continues to narrow Clinton now leads Trump 48% to 44%, a decline of two points since last week. Why? I have no f***ing clue. Why? Is this a a natural tightening? I don't know. I mean, you guys, someone like Nate Silver, maybe we'll say that this is a natural tightening of the race. And even then I go, how is that happening? This is not nothing. There's nothing natural about this campaign. There should not be any tightening, but there is. Tightened by two points since last week, according to results from the latest NBC News Survey Monkey <laughs> weekly election tracking poll. Good That's God. That's a fun thing yeah. to say. In a four-way matchup, Clinton leads Trump by just two points. Yeah, this is not even with, that, those numbers weren't even with Gary Johnson and Jill Stein. Yeah, Gary Johnson and Jill Stein in the mix. It's 42 to 40. It is two points. Two Jesus. points. And Gary Johnson's numbers at 11 points, unmoved. After the Aleppo nonsense from last week, it's amazing. It yeah. really is. We're and just, uh, you know what? I mean, I, I, I'm. This is this is one of the reasons why I think I discussed with you a little bit on the uh, postmortem. Why I have those moments now where I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to give this up and I'm just going to go produce, produce TV and I'm going to drop out <laughs> yeah. because I don't. I have no choice but to stay here in this country. I think. I mean, my daughter's here. I got mm-hmm. work here. But God damn it, uh, there. This is this is an embarrassment. This makes me want to. Uh, you know, I've never said. I don't think I've ever said that. But this makes me want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because this is just this is ridiculous. Who are we that this is happening? Who are we that we're allowing this to happen? Yeah. Are we that dumb? How? Yeah. How is mediocrity? How is amateur hour? How is inco- rank incompetence? Hatred awfulness gaffes threats how is this being championed as being just politics as usual i mean that's what's staggering about this there are again going back to what i said at the top of the segment there is nothing natural about this it is completely abnormal and i'm talking specifically about the republicans hillary clinton's running an absolutely down the middle political presidential political campaign of the democratic party in the modern era of the the i would say i would still call this obviously the obama era and she's running that kind of a campaign. And so, th- to me, that's on a different plane, or to any rational human being, that is. That is on a different plane than what Donald Trump is doing. And yet, it's, there's, this, there's this, and I keep, I'm almost tired of saying the phrase, but again, there is a false equivalence. And to me, I, 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 I want to come up with a new phrase, because false equivalence to me doesn't bear the, the sting that it used to have. Uh, and we uh, need something that is harsher 
to with which to define what the press has been doing uh, b- between these two candidates. Jonathan Shade, by the way, calls it asymmetrical polarization, which doesn't sound anywhere. It, it's not <laughs> even that doesn't uh, typical that's just more wordy. Typical of the left, of course. I love Chait, though. Um, I mean, this is the sort of thing that's going on on the Trump side that, that is being uh, drawn as more or less the equivalent of what's happening on the Hillary side. Trump's co-chair suggested that Clinton is hiding Parkinson's disease and has a battery pack in her brain. Amazing. This is Daniel Tamburello. Or Ta- and, Daniel and he Tamburello. Is this, he is making this claim with zero 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 evidence that's right with nothing but that's okay because donald trump as a candidate is basically the internet right that's all he is he is the internet he's the the human personification of the internet yes he is twitter i mean yeah and so you don't need facts anymore we've established that alex jones wouldn't have a career if he needed facts daniel tamborello who is a who's also a Republican New Hampshire state representative said on Facebook that based on his father's Parkinson's diagnosis. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Marcus Welby. He believes that Clinton's pneumonia is evidence she has the disease too. Quote: Hillary has been rumored to have Parkinson's for some time, as one of the theories to to what ails her. Personally, I would surmise it is more than one illness. He wrote on Facebook as, as first flagged by BuzzFeed. Tamborello wrote, uh, pneumonia is, quote, one of the most common secondary conditions that occurs with Parkinson's disease. Unbelievable. <laughs> Noting that it's very common, quote unquote, for Parkinson's patients to die of pneumonia. Yeah. He continued you, on by uh, saying. Yeah, that, you, have a, uh, you have a sniffle, so it's obviously cancer. Yeah. And so, and, and you know where I first saw a lot of these conspiracy theories? On some of the liberal Facebook pages, some oh, of, of the, the 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 old Bernie or bust Facebook pages, oh, who are course. now Jill Stein bots, despite the fact that she's a nine eleven truther and an anti vaxxer and all that crap. So they're they're playing with all these conspiracy theories. There's of course the one that you mentioned, which is the body double one, and there's a whole meme going around on Facebook that's comparing the, the her faces from this point in time to to when she was suffering from. The uh, heat exhaustion to uh, to after she went into Chelsea's apartment and then came out and was looking healthy. They're saying that 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 at some point she was replaced with a body double. She didn't go to the emergency room because she needed to get the body double out onto the street. And oh God! Like I like I said, that's what Trump is the ascendance the ascendancy of the internet and. Mediaite had this story that one of the people now playing with this conspiracy theory, who's actually furthering the conspiracy theory in a serious way, is Trump surrogate Scott Baio. Oh, well, thank God. Who uh, tweeted out, does anyone know the whereabouts of this woman today? Was she in New York City? LOL. And then he linked to uh, this woman who's a Hillary Clinton impersonator. And she, the actual URL is HillaryClintonImpersonator.com. And of course, when you click that now, it's entirely shut down because of traffic. But this is the this is the conspiracy theory that Hillary there was a body double that that, that it's that it's a conspiracy being proffered on Twitter on Twitter by Scott (laughs) Bayo. Scott Bayo. I cannot believe we are even having this conversation. Good God! I mean, so Scott, just I no, I want I need you to take a moment and listen to that. Yeah, Scott. Bayo right. is on Twitter saying that Hillary Clinton is actually a body double. <laughs> Think of how bad crazy that is. It really is. And you know what? I go back to uh, the topic like of a conversation. It's like a family guy gag. 
It really is. And I, I go back to the conversation we had about my Labor Day weekend in which I was fighting off Greenwald and Greenwald's trolls when I tweeted that any uh, criticism along these lines of Hillary Clinton has to be seen as praise, tacit praise for Donald Trump. And that is exactly what's going on now. Hillary Clinton is being uh, uh, targeted for her lack of transparency, which Donald Trump has been doing for 15 months. She's only done it for 48 hours. Yeah, you're talking about a guy who still refuses to release his tax returns. Yeah. I mean, if you cannot see how this helps Donald Trump, you have no f***ing business, Glenn Greenwald, writing about American politics. And that's the thing, and that's the thing I would love to see. You know, I think it was, um, who was it? I read a story that somebody was at uh, uh, one of the editors of the Washington Post who said he would risk jail time to publish uh, uh, to publish Donald Trump's tax returns if he got them. Yeah. Uh, you know what? As God is my witness, that is the story. That Well, that, well many stories, but that's, that's a big one for Trump. Somebody yeah. needs to get a hold of his tax returns and needs to publish them. Well, that's the insane thing about all of this, is that the press is bending over backwards to kiss Trump's ass at this point. When we know already that Trump has a blacklist for the press, we know that if he's elected, Trump will absolutely be imprisoning journalists. At the very least, he's going to order the IRS to conduct audits on journalists. I mean, this is Nixonian behavior, and it's well within Trump's M.O. This is the kind of thing that Trump does and what he will do. So maybe maybe there is some wisdom to kissing Trump's ass to avoid something like this. But no matter what you do that's favorable to Trump, he's going to come after you someday. He's going to come after you, Chris Saliza and Mark Halperin. If you say one nasty thing about him and he's president of the United States, prepare for the, the, the anal raping of your life financially or legally. Get ready. I hope you have the legal defense fund ready because Donald Trump's going to come after you once he becomes president. It's terrible. All right, more to talk about on the Postmortem Show. Stick with us at uh, patreon.com slash Chez. Sign up and support the show, why don't you? We'll see you uh, again on Thursday. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. I fell down the stairs and my shoes fell off, and I feel very hurt about this.